Welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast. My name is Caroline Hare, and I'm the founder of Waves Girls Conference. We have girls conferences for girls ages 12 to 22 in the States as well as internationally. Our mission and vision is to encourage and equip young women to start making waves for Christ in their homes, community, and in the world. We hope that through this podcast that we can bring messages and words of life, wisdom, and hope through the Word of God, life issues, and help girls know their true identity and calling. Hey girls, I am so excited to be in season three of our Waves Ministry podcast. I cannot believe that it's actually our third season. Like, it just kind of blows my mind. Whenever we started our Waves Ministry podcast, it was just like, hey, some girls had some questions and we wanted to answer them. And and here and also, I mean, we had so many questions turned in at our girls conference. We didn't get to get to all the questions on our panel. So we decided to just start a podcast. And so I cannot believe we are in our third season. And this season, I just have to tell you, we have 12 weeks, uh, really just starting this week all the way through the end of October of just different speakers that are going to be coming on with me. This is the only one where it's just me. But every week I'm going to be interviewing someone as they share, you know, if my journey could teach you anything, they would just share whatever their journey would teach you. And and it's really just a series on identity and calling, which is what our Waves Girls Conference is all about, identity and calling. And so today I just wanted to hop on here and I, I wanted to also just tell you that our speakers that we have coming up for this season are awesome and there's some people that I have been wanting to interview on a podcast for forever so it's exciting to finally be able to and and every week we have um it's kind of alternating every other week one one is a ministry leader and then another week it might be a student or a college student and so I like that we get to hear stories from you as well as stories from people in ministry who are seasoned as well um so today I just want to tell you a little bit about me um if you don't know me and you're new to Waves Girls Conference or new to our podcast um I'm the founder of Waves Girls Conference and honestly got a call to ministry when I was 16 years old and I have been chasing out after um, the things of God really since then and really before that I was too but really walking in my calling started about the time I was 16 and and it's definitely been a journey for sure but I've been a youth pastor for a number of years I've been a youth minister in Texas and Alabama and then now in Florida and so it is a joy to do life and ministry with other ministry leaders as well as with students and then I teach a lot of youth pastor and youth ministry courses uh, for youth leaders and just try to encourage them. I speak at a lot of youth ministry conferences, um, do some mentoring with that, and outside of even just our girls' ministry leadership trainings that we have, I try to, I have that view of that if I am pouring into the next generation of the leaders of the next generation, then I am making waves far greater than what I personally could make in my own youth ministry. And so I love that I can sow into other youth leaders and just say, hey, this worked, this didn't work. Uh, Take what you can from me and learn from it. Um, So I actually wrote a book last year, this past December, I launched a book called Big Hair, Big Faith, and I cannot believe I have a book. Um, But every chapter talks about a different hairstyle and I compare it to ministry to the next generation. So if you're a girl 
wanting to go into youth ministry or some form of ministry, I highly recommend you pick it up. There's a lot of practical things in there. There's also some great spiritual tips too on just like my processes on things. Um, in addition, if you are in ministry and you're wanting just a little bit of encouragement, that book will probably make you laugh and possibly even make you cry at times. But I've heard a lot of previous youth pastors that have picked it up just said that it really even encouraged them just to to hear that some parts of youth ministry hasn't changed. Um, so that's kind of a, me in a nutshell. I love um, the beach. I am at the beach at least once a week. I have a golden doodle named Asher and he is a precious golden doodle puppy and he's two years old. He's not even that much of a puppy at this point. Um, I have a lot of friends here in town and Destin, but I also love to travel and see friends that live other places, but I also love mission work. And so um, I naturally mission work would be a part of what this ministry does. So um, that's me, a little bit about myself. Also, okay, so I'm going to be going through the different questions that I'm going to be asking the other girls and women that come on this podcast for this season. So the the question that I have next is what album do I listen to on a road trip? And so I will tell you, um, I know for me, if, if I'm leaving early in the morning, a lot of times I will listen to like some worship music, some Bethel or some uh, Maverick City worship or um, some Hillsong or pull out Mosaic or I, I don't know, just a hodgepodge. I love me some Tasha Cobbs. I, but if it's in the morning time, I'm probably going to be listening to music. But after lunchtime, there takes a turn in my music selection. And oftentimes it goes back to like throwback rap from my high school days and college days. And then it goes into like Shania Twain and Tim McGraw. And then it might flip on over to some like super oldies, like My Girl, The Temptations, like that sort of thing. Then I'll kind of get into some Andy Minio and Lecrae and get into some Christian rap. And so I like a hodgepodge of things. So, um, but I will say my all time favorite. Uh, is Mariah Carey. I love to sing Mariah Carey songs on road trips and I get very enthusiastic about it. So that's just fun fact about me. Um, You know, what area of my life could I say that I've been on a journey? And so obviously identity and calling are two major journeys I've been on. You know, I used to think that really just the calling piece was the main journey I'd been on because that has been a journey. But I've come to realize in the last three years that God has really been working on my identity. Um, You know, whenever I was a young girl, whenever I was in middle school and high school, um, whenever I was your age, I definitely had some identity issues looking back that I see. Um, I found my identity a lot in cheerleading. I found my identity a whole bunch in uh, the things that I did and the things that I performed. And so um, I found my identity in newspaper staff and writing. I found my identity um, in a, as being that cheerleader person, as being um, the good girl in the youth group that was always at every single youth function. I kind of got wrapped up in that. And I would like to say that I conquered that, but... Then as I went into college, my identity got kind of wrapped up in my sorority a little bit and wrapped up in me being a youth ministry person, um, even as an intern. And then as an adult, I've seen my identity um, kind of be found, whether it be in a guy or in a relationship or in a friend group or wanting to fit into a certain group. And so I have been through some struggles on that. And, you know, I've 
I guess it was probably not this past summer, but the summer before, um, you know, and really just all of 2019 could be summed up as like a intensive year on my identity. And I just, all of 2019 was pretty much a time where I felt like nobody liked me. Everybody hated me and I could just go eat some worms. Um, I felt like I, I was just in a place where I, I felt like people didn't approve of me. And suddenly that approval addiction that I just loved and kept feeding wasn't getting me by. Like I wasn't having people approve of me. And finally I had to get to a place where I realized that as long as my identity was in Christ and in God as a daughter, and as long as God approved of me, then it didn't really matter what man or woman or friends or family thought of me as long as I knew what God thought of me and I was doing what what I felt like was right as his daughter. And so I have been on a journey of restoration in that process, and and, and it has felt a little bit um, just odd. I picture Forrest Gump, like if you've ever seen Forrest Gump, which I don't even know that I would recommend that movie, but there's a scene in that movie where Forrest Gump takes these things off of his legs and he is able to run freely. And I have felt um, a little bit of that just relief of just knowing like I'm a daughter that I can I can say no, and it, even if I feel like I I should be at something, and I I don't feel like I should be personally, um, if I'm in an inner battle within myself, on whether it be hanging out with friends or or a commitment with school or with work, um, as long as I'm doing what I feel like God's asked me to do, I'm I'm in my sweet spot, and as long as I'm I'm behaving first as a daughter, um, then then I'm good. And so um, with that, um, there were also times where my identity was really caught up in um, just that, that even what I looked like, my appearance and, and just attaching uh, my appearance uh, and paying attention to that a great deal. And I'll talk about that a little bit later in another episode, but um, I know there was a point in high school where I wanted to look a certain way and I just got in that comparison trap where I was constantly judging myself off of other people. And um, I remember my freshman year of high school just starving myself, trying to lose weight, trying to be this certain size and look this certain way. And I would like to say that I have conquered that fear 100%. I'm still on a journey, but I will say this, like, I, I think it wasn't until two years ago that I would I would literally not go to the beach without like a swim skirt on. And if you like swim skirts, more power to you, sister. But for me, it was like, it was a hiding thing. It was like, oh my gosh, I've got to hide my body. I've got to hide my body. Um, and I even, I would say for a long time, I had really pretty long hair. And some of you even comment that you love that hair. And I do too, but it's really heavy because I have thick hair, but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, but for me, like, I felt like my long hair was almost me covering up um, just who I was because I was ashamed of my body or ashamed of myself. And so um, as, I've, as I've grown in knowing who I am as a child of God and, and not caring about the approval of others, I have learned that if I want to have my hair a certain length, I can. If I want to um, wear a swimsuit where my thighs are showing and someone's offended by that, don't look at them. Um, <laughs> and so um, th- I've definitely been on a journey. Journey in that department. So my next question is, if I had to fill in the blank of, you know, if my journey could teach you anything, this is what I would tell you. I would say, link arms with God. 
link arms with God. I think about like if you're in a two-legged race or I guess it's called a three-legged race where you link arms with somebody, which we can't really do that right now because of Corona. Hello. Um, But if you were to link arms with somebody and wrap a a band like around both of your legs and try to walk together, um, it's nearly impossible to do unless you are fully like shoulder to shoulder with that person almost in like a side hug or something and I would say get like that with Jesus that the minute you start to compare the minutes you start to find your identity in something else like remember like this is the main thing that you are linked to it's not that you're linked to a volleyball it's not that you're linked to your pom-poms it's not that you're linked to your algebra that you were so good in it's not that you're linked to the boy um it's not that you're linked to whatever that thing is. Um, it's that you're linked to Jesus. And the closer you're linked to Jesus, the more in step you will be with him, the more he can speak to you clearly and you hear him before the other voices, um, whether it be people that are speaking to you or just lies of the enemy. And if you link arms with Jesus and link hands with Jesus, um, he is able to speak to you about who you are, um, that you are walking into a room with the most powerful, um, loving person on the planet. Um, my next question is when you are on that journey, what encouraged you? I will say that what encouraged me was times away, um, And I know right now travel is hard, but taking time away, whether, you know, when Jesus um, needed encouragement, he would go away to the mountainside and he would press into God and he would seek out his father. Um, And I just want to encourage you to take time away, whether it be for 10 minutes in the morning or 10 minutes while you're getting dressed and you're looking in the mirror. I know I was talking with Aspen, who will be on this podcast later. I had lunch with her the other day and I was telling her, you know, since body image has been something I've struggled with in my life, um, I had a painting that I did where I I had a painting of myself and, and I wrote the words like lovely and worthy and able and beautiful and just all those, all those wonderful words of affirmations that the Lord says that we have. I wrote those all around me in the photo and I have that photo hanging on my wall in my bathroom so that whenever I'm getting dressed in the morning and I'm trying to make perfect every imperfection on my face and with my hair, I am reminded of, um, just the fact that that's who I am. Um, before anything is applied to my face or to my hair. Um, And I think about what encourages me is being able to have those moments of quiet. Um, Also, just times where I get away when I say get away, not just for 10 minutes, but I mean times where I get away, Um, whether it be for a weekend retreat with church or maybe it's a conference that I go attend, um, something like Waves that you could attend or even a church camp or or just saying I'm going to sign up for that e-course and I'm going to get online and I'm going to dive in. But those times away is whenever I feel like I have separated myself from the noise and I can press in and I can hear clearly. Um, You know, what is the biggest change that I've made because of my journey? I would say the biggest change that I've made because of this journey is I'm very careful what voices I listen to. Um, Whenever it comes to uh, words that people speak over my life, I'm very quick to say, like, that's a lie. That's not true. Um, When someone says something that is is maybe not true, or I am very quickly um, not to come into agreement with things that um, I know are counter to what God says about me. And so um, I'm just very careful with that. I'm also very careful what I look look at. 
honestly. Um, I, I can't focus too much on too many girls that have perfect bodies on Instagram or, um, you know, like I can't get hung up on those things and I can't get hung up on, you know, I, I know that there's certain people that just, they trigger you. Like they trigger me too. Like I'm not special. Like I get triggered too, where I'm like, Oh, I just can't quite make it. I can just not quite good enough, you know? And I just have to remember I am in my own, um, my own lane and I have to do what's, what's right for Caroline. And so I think about like when I go work out, I have a workout class I do. And, and whenever I'm working out, it's easy to look to the person next to you and think like, oh man, like I can't, um, I can't do that move quite like that person next to me. And, and that can happen in school. It can happen with your friends. Like, oh man, I just can't quite make it. And whenever those moments pop up, I have to like stop recalibrate and say, okay, God, what do you say about that? And the minute that I take it before the Lord and I I take it and toss it right back to Jesus, he tosses it right back to me and says like the truth. And so that, that's, I'm very quick to um, take things to the Lord. Um, And then what is the biggest, uh, or how have I helped others in this journey? So I would say for one, I'm doing this podcast and that's part of why I picked this whole series for this uh, season is I just felt like if, if people's journeys, if people could start testifying about what God has done in their lives, um, people would get freedom uh, just from hearing the words of the testimonies and, and maybe begin to put into practice some of the things that these people have done uh, to bring them to have freedom uh, from just their identity being in other things and have freedom to walk in their calling. Girls, I hope you will leave a positive review um, and uh, give us some stars for our podcast because that's how people find out about us and find out about uh, God even more. And so um, we just hope that you'll do that. If you haven't heard, our Waves Ministry Conference is doing conference kits this year. Woohoo! Waves Girls Conference is coming to your house. Um, so all that to say, if you haven't gotten online and signed up, you need to, whether it be for yourself, for your, your small group, for a group of girlfriends, or for your whole youth group, I encourage you to take advantage of that. We have a girls ministry leadership training this Saturday. It's the last one of the year, the last one. So you don't want to miss out on that. And so I hope you will sign up for that as well. It's at our website, wavesgirlsconference.com. Thank you for listening to the Waves Ministry Podcast. For more information about our ministry, check out our website, wavesgirlsconference.com and our social media at wavesgirlsconference. Today, we hope you start making waves in your home, community, and world.